Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, basically, we're about two weeks away from the start of the season. I'm excited. I'm not excited about who we're playing. Um, but, you know, for this game, I'm looking for fundamentals. I'm looking for a good special teams play. And just, you know, the game should be over in the first quarter. And, uh, you know, it should be a game where we can look at really our whole roster and just see what you have as far as the young guys and, um, you know, your your quarterbacks and all every position. So I'm hoping and that's I'm hoping that's how the game goes. I'm hoping that we don't come uh, into this game and just lay down. Um, you know, after the Jacksonville State loss last season, anything is possible. Um you know, just watching some stuff on YouTube. I mean, we look like a, a, a football team again. But, you know, I, I I taper, you know, some of the things that I see on the Internet and just say, you know, when was the last time Florida State had a bad preseason? So you you just have to manage those, uh, you know, expectations and excitement. You, you have to manage it because you still got to go out here and play the games. Your team still has to go out here and play the game. So, um but just just watching the practices and stuff on YouTube, man, they look good. You know, our offensive line actually, our offensive linemen actually look like offensive linemen. Big guys. Now, we're going to see what they're all about, you know, when the season opens. And hopefully that's going to be a win, and then you're really going to be tested against LSU. So, um you know, I, I, I'm I'm just excited. This time of the year is, you know, football is back. You, you're in the NFL preseason. It's just it's just a great time to to be a sports fan when football season is in, man. And you know, I do everything. I do uh, fantasy football, all of that. So it's just a happier time of the year for me personally. Um, but I would I would just love to see. Florida State get off to a fast start. I don't care about rankings or none of that. Just just come out and play well and just dominate. You know, this team feels like the 2009 team where you had some talent and they went out and won, I want to say, nine or ten games that year. I think this this team right here can be a springboard and you could potentially have a, a, a season or a turnaround like that, that 2019. And, uh, and if we can get back to that level where we were at, it's really up to Florida State University and the boosters to try to keep it at that level. Um, in today's college football, you can't take the cheap approach. You got to spend some money. You got to spend to win. And uh, 
um, that's that's really the name of the game. That's why I said if we get an invitation, an invitation to the SEC, you have to take it. Just because we, we don't have big money coming in like that. So we need money. I mean, this coaching staff has actually shown us that they can go get players. Um, we're not getting the caliber. We're not getting Derwin James or Jalen Ramsey or Dalvin Cook type or Jameis Winston type talents. We're not getting that type of talent. <laughs> I think we can get back to that. We just got to put together some winning seasons. I think your your big-name recruits are weary of Florida State just because of the turnover at, at the coaching position and, and just the unstableness of the program. Um, but with that being said, you, you put a couple of winning seasons together all Florida State has to do is just go out there and win nine games, and then the floodgates are going to open. I mean, even in the quote-unquote Bobby Bowden down years, he was still getting big-time talent, man. I mean, Lorenzo Booker, Fred Rouse, um, you know, he was still getting big-time talent. So... You know, kudos to Mike Norvell and his staff for putting this team together. You know, uh, Alex Atkins, re, you know, basically rebuilding that offensive line from the ground up. Um, so I, I really wish I could have seen the scrimmage, the private scrimmage, just to see where every player was. But... You know, two more weeks and we'll get to see it live. I mean, linebacker has actually turned into a strength. I really want to see what DJ Lundy looks like after losing 15, 20 pounds. I would love to see Gainer, Amari Gainer, come off the edge a little bit more. I think... uh um, your other two guys, uh, Tatum Bethune, and uh, I knew I was going to forget that, that guy's name, man. Um, it's right on the tip of my tongue. You know who I'm talking about, the other guy. He's not the other guy. He's probably the best linebacker on the team, came into his own last season. So I'm really anxious to see what they do. I think the defensive line is going to be good. I think the defense is just going to be really the strength of the team early on. Um, real anxious to see Jordan Travis. Um, Kalen Deloach. Kalen Deloach. I knew I would figure it. I knew his name was coming. I, I remember his first name started with a K. So Kalen Deloach, Tatum Bethune are probably going to be your starters on um, at the linebacker position because they're going to play the four-two-five. So I had to backtrack on that. Um, I really like what, you know, what he said at the ACC media day. So 
we'll see, man. I, I don't know if he he would have to come out and have a monster year to really be a top pick in the draft. He has the arm. He has the athleticism. He just doesn't have the experience. But if he can go out there and put nine, ten wins on the board, I say I think Jordan Travis could be a first-round pick if he goes out here and throws for 3,530, 25-30 touchdowns. Because you look at him and Bryce Young, Bryce Young is just a little bit more smarter than him in terms of being a quarterback, in my opinion. Jordan Travis athletically is superior, and I think Jordan Travis has a better arm. If you were to switch those quarterbacks, Bryce Young and Jordan Travis, I think Jordan Travis would go to Alabama and lead them to a national championship. I think Bryce Young would come to Florida State and have a Jordan Travis type season. And what's the difference? The offensive lines. If you're basing it on last season, we don't know what Florida State's offensive line is going to be this year. Um, And I say all of that to say this. I think Jordan Travis has a chance to have a great season, but it all just depends on the offensive line. I mean, last season we seen what he can do when he has time to throw. So... Um, the sky's the limit for that, uh, for that guy. And I hope he, I just hope he comes out and has a a dominating, great season. You know, as a Florida State fan, that would mean a lot to me because I'm just tired of sucking. Like we've, we've sucked for the last six years, man. And uh, we just need all phases of the game. We need to get better. I think uh, a direct result of Florida State, Florida, and Miami not really being as good as they once were is because of the uh, the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the Clemsons, just to name a few that have come into the state of Florida and basically raided all the talent. Um, You just look at all the talent from Florida that's gone to Georgia and Alabama. They, they, I mean, they basically got a pipeline. Um, I think out of the three schools right now, I think Miami with their billionaire backing can can get back if they if Miami can just get South Florida on lock, they they're gonna be fine. And you know, Florida has big money too, so they'll be fine. I mean, Florida State is the one that's gonna be lacking in terms of money. And uh it's just it's gonna be a long, hard road back to to being relevant again, to to contending to be able to contend for national championships. 
You know, this is a different, you, you just think 10 years ago, this was a different game in terms of how it was played and in terms of the money, the athlete, it was, it was a totally different game. And here we are 10 years later, you know, players making money, you know, the, 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 the under the center offense is basically non-existent. Um, it's just a totally different game. You know, you rarely see 4-3 defenses in college football now. Rarely. Okay, you, you got some variation of 4-2-5 or 3-3-5, something like that. Um, so it's, it's just an ever-changing game, and, and now you got the the conference stuff going on with the TV money and all that. So um, it, it's, I would venture to say in the next 10 years, you're going to have a real NFL type model where you're going to have 60 or 70 teams in like a league and it's going to be split up into divisions and it's going to be like an NFL type thing. Because it's just so much money on the table for them not to do it. And I feel like, the you know, the big networks, one big network in particular, is, is pushing this whole thing. Or two networks that's under the same umbrella. You know, if you know anything about college football, you know what I'm talking about. So... We, uh, we, if it produce, like I said in several episodes, if it produces better games, if you're going to form this NFL type model, I don't want to see Florida State against Duquesne. I don't want to see Clemson against the Citadel. I don't want to see that. If it's 70 teams in a league, then I want them to play each other. So. You know, we're we're basically, I don't know, two weeks away from from the season opener. I can't wait, man. I'm excited. I'm not gonna be Debbie Downer and try to, you know, but I my my expectations are tapered. I, I the bar's not high for me with Florida State football right now. But it it can get back to that. Um, I think as a fan, I want them to earn my, you know, my 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 fanatic, you know, pulling for my team. I want them to earn that back. Um, if if we don't win, I just want us to beat all our rivals. I really don't care about any other games. Can we just beat Clemson, Florida, and Miami? If we do that, I'm happy. I, I wouldn't be happy with being three and eight, three and nine, but. You know, that Miami game did so much for me. And just being able to beat them and beat Clemson again, almost beating Clemson, almost beating Florida, we got to build on that. So, you know, whatever Mike Norvell did late in the season, he needs to try to recapture that. The only thing that's really going to help us in these first couple of games is the element of surprise. Um, I think the play calling will be a little different 
because your boy Dillingham went to Oregon. Um, I, I think it's going to be more run plays. That's just my initial feeling. Um, I think in the Duquesne game, they're going to try to establish the run instead of trying to come out there and, you know, throw it 50 times. So it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, And if you're playing Duquesne, obviously you don't want to put a lot of stuff on film for LSU the following week. So hopefully you can go out into this Duquesne game and dominate. Um, I, I'm i not going to try to sit here and say that we're going to dominate them. We should dominate them. You never know. All bets are off when you lose to Jacksonville State. So I had to pause on that, man, because... The Jacksonville State loss is still one that I can't get over. Just, um, it was just a bad game. Um, but anyway, you, you gotta, you can't put, you can't go out there in the Duquesne game and run and start running your money plays. Cause that's what LSU wants you to do so they can get you on film the following week and dominate you. Um, I I really want to see this Deuce Span guy from Illinois. Hopefully he can come out there and dominate. He might be our most athletic wide receiver. I mean, you know, again, I would like to give kudos to this staff to to getting some guys in there, Um, not really doing it through recruiting yet. I think it's easier to get – transfer portal guys than high school recruits um because transfer guys know hey they know okay all i need is an opportunity whereas high school guys still have an ego in my opinion so um again kudos to the staff for for flipping this team around um but i challenge mike norvell to make Great decisions, game in and game out. The great coaches make great decisions. Decisions. They know when to take a risk. They know when to call a timeout. They know when to, you know, go deep or run the football. They know exactly when to do stuff. And just some of the play calling, you know, left something to be desired last season. Um, and And I won't even count 2020, the COVID year. We'll just say 2021 last season was his first season. And for the most part, you know, I like what I saw. You know, obviously the Wake Forest game sticks out like a sore thumb. The Jacksonville State game sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, the, the the Louisville game. Um, but but now it's just creating a culture where your guys compete every second of the game. And that that used to be a hallmark of Florida State. 
it, it, you know, we might not have the, the, the greatest whatever, but we knew that when a Bobby Bowden team took the field, they were going to compete for 60 minutes. They wasn't going to lay down for nobody. Not saying they wasn't going to get blown out or embarrassed, but we knew that, you know, effort was not going to be an issue. And, you know, just these last, I don't know, six, seven years, man, it's just been crazy. But I'm I like what I see from Norvell, man. Um, you know we're we're signing a lot of defensive backs. I mean, can we get can we get a five star? Can we get a four star or five star wide receiver? Can we get some 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 defensive tackles, some line defensive ends that are pretty highly highly ranked? I would love to see that, but. To me, it doesn't matter how you get the guys as long as you can get them. I don't think, I've said this before, I don't think the transfer portal is sustainable. Um, But at least for this year, it is. Because you went out and, you know, your defense, you got some major upgrades. On your offensive line, you got some major upgrades. So, you know, hopefully we can go 9-3. and three. You know, eight and four. Um, it that would that to me would be a great season for this team and this program, and that would to me that would open up the floodgates in terms of recruiting. You know, like your boy Kirby Smart said, recruiting is the lifeblood of college football. So, um, that's that's how we gotta approach this thing, and. Uh, like I said, we're inside two weeks away, you know, not not uh, not that I'm thinking. I, I just hope we don't struggle against this team, man. I hope we can just come out and click on all cylinders. I, I really hope so. I don't know what the expect expectations are for the fan base when it comes to Florida State, but just for me as an individual fan, I just, I just, I, I want at least eight wins, man. And, you know, just coming from what we used to be and just hoping for eight wins when you were expecting 10 or more wins was just like, you know, I it was a time when we would win 10 games and, the fan base would just be in a in a uproar. But now it's just like when will we ever win ten games again? And uh I I don't I really I really don't know. <laughs> I mean college football has changed so much and I think it's past Florida State by. I think they can get back, but we playing the catch up game. You know, and uh, when when you're playing catch up and and uh, big boy football, you know, 
You you looking at re you looking at a rebuilding pro project rebuilding. So, um, you know this this Duquesne game. I'm I'm excited because it's Florida State, and we're gonna finally, you know, we've been waiting forever for football. But I'm not really. I I wish they would have tried to open up with a harder opponent. And, you know, for all I know, Duquesne could be the greatest team ever. I don't know anything about them. And that's that's crazy. You know, I, are they... I, I don't even know if... Are they uh, FBS, at least? I think they, they got to be FBS. Because you don't, you don't have Power 5 playing Division 3. So, like I said, this this game should be a glorified scrimmage. It should be over in the first quarter. We're, we, we're more talented than Duquesne. And, you know, these guys just can't come out here half-stepping. They got to come out here and act like they want it from the opening kick. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, as usual, I want to thank the people that listen. Um, this podcast is available on YouTube and on all podcast platforms. Um, can't thank you enough for the time that you take to listen to my monotone voice, but you know, it is what it is. And, uh, thank you for listening. As always, go nose.